Grab your favorite cup. We're about to pour you a glass of the most wholesome drink. Our goal is to amplify marginalized voices through subjects that matter. We will do this by discussing subjects that are uplifting, gainful, and truthful, no matter how uncomfortable they may be, in hope of gaining clarity and invoking progressive change. Of course, we'll sprinkle on some off-color topics to make our discussions more palpable. Welcome Welcome to Urban Urban Proper. Hello! Oh, hello, darlings. It is us. <laughs> it be we. And we be urban proper. Proper urban as fuck. I am Shisha, the cuddler, self-proclaimed queen of everything the light touches. And I be Darius, the destroyer, self-proclaimed destroyer of all things ever. Especially booty holes. Definitely booty holes. <laughs> so that's gonna be so. That's just gonna be a part of our intro. Yeah, it just has to be. Forever in Cardi B's voice. Oh my god, I love this. Forever. Anyway, so we had already recorded like five minutes of this episode, and my computer decided she was done. Oh, faithful. Just she be having us living on the edge. On the motherfucking edge, y'all. Like Let on pins and needles. Like, is she gonna work? Is she not gonna work? Is she what's she doing today? How you yes. feeling, girl? And I promise we love you guys. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um we've just been having some scheduling conflicts. Mostly my fault, not even gonna lie. It's okay. <laughs> you know, things arise, we get busy, but I don't want you guys to think that we don't love you because we always come back. We always. I come mean, back. we're not toxic or anything. No, we if we're not trying to gaslight you. We just want you to yeah. miss us. Just a tad bit. <laughs> you know, just a tad bit. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't have an episode come out last week, um, but we're here. But we're here, and we have an episode this week. Yeah, and we just try to do our best to not have that happen. We just have, you know, sometimes we have technical difficulties or scheduling conflicts, and. That's being an adult. You gotta work through it. Yeah. You gotta push through. Yeah. So, speaking of having an episode this week, what are we talking about this week, Sheesh? We are talking about the cringeworthy subject of the N-word. And that N-word being nigga. Okay. Which I say a lot. I don't like. I truly do not like saying it. And it's it's a debate that's been happening in the black community for a while, um, regarding the use of the N word and whether or not we should continue using it. And that debate should only be within the black community. I if you are not and like I actually a friend of mine posted this on Facebook the other day. Black doesn't always mean, or POC doesn't always mean black. It doesn't. And I read it, and I was like, "Wait a minute, hold on." And it, the post, it, the post said, "Stop replacing black with POC." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "But black people are POC." And then I thought about it, and I commented, and I was like, "Explain," because I, I feel like I get where this is going, but give me some more in depth. And it was like, "Oh, he was like, all." All rectangles are squares because they're four-sided objects, but not all squares are rectangles. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh! Yeah, because POC is a term used to describe people of color that aren't necessarily just of black origin. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Asians fall under this category. Anybody who has 
melanin mm-hmm. um latino people yeah uh um, native native people um, um indigenous people indigenous yes, yes. or first yes. nation people i like i love, I love, love that nation. i love yes. that term like oh. i love that term so much i was talking to one of my friends who was mexican and she was she I, we, it was on um indigenous people's day on mm-hmm. first nations people's day and it was something about fuck christopher columbus yes because fuck praise him. Fuck, him. fuck him yes um and she was talking about how she was talking to her grandma and how her grandma was talking about how Mexico was a part of the U- United States. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's very true. And then I was like, no, 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 no. The United States was a part of Mexico. Yeah. That's not... We weren't the United mm-hmm. States. No. no. Mexico was all of it. Texas, it was, California, yeah. mm-hmm. all of that. Yeah. And I just want all of y'all to realize and remember that. Because we've said it so many times. So many times. Y'all just don't catch on. But anyway, back to the topic at hand. POC does not always mean black. No. And if you are and black, doesn't just mean American black. This is true. Yes, mm-hmm. you can be black from Australia. You can be black from Puerto Rico. You can be black from Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. You can be black from Germany. Yeah. Uh, Antarctica. Some lady thought I down was, there, but anyway. Some lady thought I was Russian. One time when I was at work. Yeah. Hey, I could be from Russia. Yeah, you could be from Russia. You never know. Yeah. I mean, y'all think you would want to be in Russia at this time? Mm -hmm. Or really be in China at this time? Mm -hmm. But anyway. So, yeah. I... I, If you are not a black person, you don't get to say it. Period. Um, I... I don't... And then there's a thing that really burns me the fuck up <laughs> and we're gonna start this episode off with a shisha rant i don't give a fuck and i'm very i'm gonna use some very colorful words mm. i don't give a fuck if you grew up around black people if all you date is black people if you have black children because you had sex with somebody that was black and mm-hmm. produced uh you know black kids mm-hmm. i don't give a fuck how cool you are you should not be using the word. There should be no passes for anybody outside the black diaspora of using the term nigga. Nope. Now on Twitter, I saw a lot of division in the Latino, uh, the Latinx community um, because there are, um, there is, there's always been Afro Latinos, but there is a surge of people who are claiming that, claiming that, and are identifying, you know, with history or with their DNA that they do are starting to associate their self, their heritage with Africa. Mm-hmm. And there's still very much shades of gray with the issue because you have people like Cardi B and Fat Joe who are from Latinx heritage mm-hmm. that do use the, the term, but they do have always associated with being Afro-Latino. Mm-hmm. Does Cardi B associate? Does she call herself Afro Latina? She, she does. Like, she does. She okay, does. I didn't know that. I knew she was Latin, but I didn't know yeah. she was Afro Latina. Um, and then there's the argument that, well, if you guys don't want nine black people saying the N word, then you need to take it out of your music. <laughs> and that's another thing that burns me the fuck up because it's just like, how are you going to tell somebody to censor how they? express themselves as a person as a black person who doesn't like to say the n-word who thinks the n-word is disgusting and doesn't 
use it often, but I do use it sometimes. I, I'd be lying if I said I didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, if I am using it, I am heavily intoxicated or singing a song mm-hmm. or in a play. Like those are the, those are my three circumstances of using the N word. Heavily intoxicated in in a song, in a play, or I'm just feeling funny and I use it because I feel like I'm being funny. <laughs> <laughs> but like I call like I call anything a nigga. Like did my computer nigga. Um, I don't refer to white people as nigga because I don't want you to say in the back. I don't want to give you the opportunity for me to slap the shit out of you. I don't. But see. There's the argument that a nigga isn't just a black person. It isn't, but I feel like referring to a white person as a nigga would open the door for them to be like, I can say it back to you. Okay, see. Yes. In their face, absolutely not. No. But I definitely have called some of my coworkers a nigga behind their back. I mean, just referring to it. It's just like, you know. This nigga. But the thing is, the thing that really bothers me about it and people's argument regarding excusing people for using it or slipping up, um, especially if you are a person that's in the limelight, you're always going to be under the microscope for scrutiny. Mm -hmm. They're always going to be looking for you to slip up. Yes, you're human. Yes, she was singing the song. But goddamn, when I'm at work, I do not curse like I normally curse I do uh-huh. but I work in a restaurant but yeah okay so let so, me backpedal a little bit because it depends on what job setting I am if I'm bartending I'm a cuss I, you have to gauge your audience exactly if I'm, if I'm bartending and I got a bar full of people who are cool like regulars like there's some regulars that come in literally every single Saturday mm-hmm. them I know I can cuss with I, they are white people, so I'm not going to say the N-word, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't say it anyway. But I know I can be like, fuck this shit. Like, yeah. Um, excuse me. But at tables when I'm serving, there are certain tables where I gauge it and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. Like, this shit move like one or two. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, I don't. Yeah. But in the kitchen... Yeah. Which you've been to my restaurant. Where the, the fuck is my food? Where the fuck is my food? Where the, like, where the yeah. fuck is my... <laughs> Is my motherfucking food coming or not? But in yeah. the in the people can hear you. The door the door of my job is literally a piece of sheet metal. It yeah. is fucking thin. So you can hear me through it. Yeah. But don't nobody ever say nothing. But the, the thing is, the point being is when you are in different situations, you speak accordingly. Mm-hmm. And just like if you're in front of your okay, some people might cuss in front of their grandma. I would never. Not in front of my ever. grandma. I'm just now getting comfortable with my mom allowing us to cuss in front of her. I I there still ducking. I still flinch. There are certain words I won't say in front of my no, mom. No, no, yeah, definitely. Like fuck. Nah. Every now and then. Mm-hmm. If I'm heated and my mom knows I'm mad. Yeah. But definitely. bitch. Mm-mm. Absolutely not. No. Shit is my favorite curse word. Fuck so, mine. I love shit. I don't know why, but shit is my favorite curse word. Shit yeah. and damn. Hey, fucking, fucking damn is my favorite. I like mixing fucking damn together. <laughs> I don't know. I just go for it. Like, But the point being is if you can filter how you talk at work, 
versus how you talk to your friend versus how you talk to your girl or your significant other. Mm-hmm. You can sing a song with the N-word without saying it. Mm-hmm. And now listen. I know. I know for a fact hat dating a white guy, he is uncomfortable with the N-word. Mm-hmm. Um, his favorite rapper, LaKaylee47, has a, a song where the chorus is literally, I said no, my nigga. I said no. No reload. Like, mm-hmm. he won't even listen to the song. Yeah. Because it makes him uncomfortable. He's like, this song wasn't written for me. Like, mm-hmm. it's not. It's, it's a great song. Not for me. But I do know white people who listen to rap. Mm-hmm. And I know when they are in the privacy of their motor vehicle or they at home and they shower, they saying, no, my nigga. Mm. Do it. Get it out. In your car. In the shower. Mm -hmm. Don't bring it out in public. Don't record yourself. Don't. On your Instagram story. I know it happens. I know it happens. I'll be a fool to say it don't happen. I'll be a fool to try to police what people say in their homes. Mm-hmm. But for good practice... Don't say it. Don't say it at all. I don't. Don't ask a black person for a pass to say it, especially if you mean. But And then <laughs> I feel strongly that... Because people are only going to do what you let them to get away with. Right? And I feel like with our current president... There has been, I mean, racism has always been alive, but racism is thriving right now under Trump. Fucking thriving. Y'all motherfuckers are so comfortable with saying shit, and you know, I feel like, and I know I'm probably going to get backlash for saying that, I feel like the fear of God needs to be put back in y'all motherfuckers' heart. Like, y'all need to get slapped on sight. Ain't no talking about it. I'm just going to pop you in your mouth. And when you ask me why you ain't popped in the mouth, I'm going to ask you why you said the N-word. Because you know you're not supposed to. Exactly. And I don't give a fuck what your, what your president makes you think you can say. Mm-hmm. Or your president or your other black friends. Or I'm like, no, I don't, I don't care what, what person gave you a pass. You no. don't get a pass. You, no. you just don't. I... A lot of black people, and this is kind of turning the topic on its head, um think we should use the Mm n-word because it's taking it back Mm -hmm. but for me it's like i don't see how you can take back a word that was never created for you Mm -hmm. it was created at you Mm -hmm. it was literally taken from another word which just means black Mm -hmm. and made into this really horrible, disgusting, derogatory term that I would never want to call somebody I cared about. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, it makes I, me uncomfortable. It I makes get me both sides of the argument because I'm always of a look at two sides of the coin type of person. Mm-hmm, That's just mm-hmm. who I am. Um, I get the origin of the, the word. I understand the history of it. But I also understand flipping it i get that i do too i see both yeah. sides of it too and yeah. i'm like well yeah that makes sense like but i just can't 
can't bring myself it. to do it. I get it. I, I feel more it. offended when black people call me that than white people. And mm. only solely because I still have that thing in me that's like, this is a derogatory term. And you're going to sit here. Another black person is going to call me a nigga? And that's very, that's very much You the got argument. me fucked up. That's very much so the argument. But also, I get that it's like a term of endearment. Yes. Now. But also, no. If you appreciate my love and affection, don't call me your nigga. Call me your friend. <laughs> <laughs> and I get it. And the main, the main reason why we're talking about this today is... It's a lot of issues that people outside of the black diaspora try to chime in on mm-hmm. and you shouldn't. Um, there's topics about um, women's reproductive rights that people that don't have feminine <laughs> reproductives, you know. I like, have a cock and balls. Yes. Oh, please don't say that word. I hate the word cock. I know, but it fits so perfectly no! right <laughs> I was literally To me that should be a white's only word. Like So can I Can we take only... that out the black box? Is it in the black box? Some people say it, but can we take it out Ew. and just like shoot it? <laughs> can we put it in a blender and make Can we a pour gasoline on it and burn it up? Because that ugh. I the only people who have ever guys who have ever said Mm-mm. that word to Mm-mm. me have been white guys. Mm-mm. I I will stop the, the whole mm-hmm. sequence mm-hmm. if somebody says that word to me. Mm-hmm. I've definitely been messaging back and forth real nasty with some people, <laughs> and oh yeah, I wanna suck that cock. Done. Sorry, I am no longer <laughs> and the ghosting commences. And I'm done. Checking out of this hotel. Thank yeah. you. Here's my key. But even like black hair. Like I, I think I spoke about it on our past episode. Yeah, we were talking about cornrows and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um stay out of that conversation. It's not for you. Stop putting laws on how people's hair grows naturally out of their head. Um Stop calling people brave for wearing their hair how they naturally grow out of your head. Or locks. Um, Stop putting a stigma on shit that's black, but celebrating it if someone that's not black wears it. Mm -hmm. Like the Kardashians. Why the fuck are they still a thing? But okay, I guess. Um... But yeah, like big lips, big ass, cornrows. They're not boxer braids. They're fucking cornrows. I'm sorry. Did, did somebody call them boxer braids? Why do people call them boxer braids? Is that a thing for real? That is a thing. I've literally never, I've never heard that before. Boxer braids. Fuck out of here. Kylie Jenner is bringing back, you know, hoops and shit. And um, Latino girls and they, black girls have been wearing hoops for. I get so ever. mad. When I hear about a white girl, I I get really pissed off when I see magazines and articles that are like, oh my God, Bella Hadid is bringing back cornrows. Okay, no, but... No, they never left. Mm-hmm. They Did never you see left. Alicia Keys? Uh-huh. Um, okay, Kiki Palmer. Uh-huh. Still rocking. Yep. Okay. Under her wigs, Jackie Aina definitely uh-huh. is still... Yeah. Hmm. 
All right. Yeah, okay. Megan Thee Stallion, mm, Beyonce, Hot Girl Meg, B, um, Kelly Rowland. All of them, cornrows. The thing is, it's just keep your white hands out of black issues. Keep your white hands out of my black cookie jar. Okay, these is black only cookies. And people don't even realize. I'm gonna go on another rant. I love it. Okay, the POC community. Do you not realize how powerful we could be? And I'm probably mm, anyway. I'm not gonna put that in the universe. Do you realize how powerful we could be if we actually fucking stuck together mm -hmm. and actually put aside our differences and made shit happen? What's really nuts to me is I don't understand how we have differences. I don't get I. I'm not going to say I understand because I don't understand, but black people feel like homosexuality is ruining the black family when the actual thing that's ruining the black family is poverty. Mm -hmm. um, black people feel like men aren't standing up and being the men that they're supposed to be. Black people feel like men aren't standing up and being the men that they're supposed to be and not taking ahead of the household. And black men feel like that black women aren't submitting to them. And it's a whole lot of shit that, like. We can go real deep, but real I feel like that'll be, that has to be an episode by itself. I think that needs to be an episode. Yeah. I think we need to talk about the, the division of black people. Because mm -hmm. what the fuck? Even black people were also black diaspora, um, like American blacks and versus uh, African blacks that come over here. Um, just, it's stupid because at the end of the day, when you're running down the fucking street and permit Patty calls the police on you, hmm. um, they're not gonna say, oh, I think this is an African running down the street, um, or I think this is a black Latino working that running down the street, they're gonna be like, no, this motherfucking black person running down the street. There's a nigger running down my street. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. I. We're gonna have to take, make that a whole other episode. We, we will. just have to. We will. Um, speaking of white people stealing black things, <laughs> not only black people, not black bodies, but. We've. Covered Christopher Columbus mm -hmm. and his stealing of that ain't even a black. He ain't even land in America, okay. First of all, wasn't he in Cuba? Yeah, he landed in Hispaniola. Uh, Hispaniola it was called back then before it was a division between Haiti and Dominican Republic. Um, and he ran into the Taino Indians, which were native, our mm -hmm. First Nation people in that Caribbean area. And mm -hmm. um, I'm not sure if they were in Cuba, but they definitely were in Puerto Rico. Definitely we're in hate, um, in Hispanola. I'm probably saying it wrong. Um, yeah, they definitely were in that region. Yeah, like, yeah. And so in Florida, so. Fuck out of here. Yeah. And, um, then you have, uh, black people, white people trying to steal the, not steal, but say the N-word. Mm -hmm. White people wearing traditionally, uh, cultural hairstyles for lack of a better term. Um, and then you have, and this is the thing that kind of gets me, um, 
gentrification. <laughs> oh, it's, it's widely happening here in St. Louis. St. Louis is like the most gentrified city in St. In, in, I'm say the most, most gentrified city in St. Louis. <laughs> the most gentrified city in America. Like, I don't know what's going on in other cities. Oh, but it's St. happening Louis- everywhere. It's happening in New York and Brooklyn area. It's happening. What, what was this? Um, It was this guy on, I don't know if it was Instagram, but it was a New York guy. Had a heavy New York accent that makes my girl head tremble. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. But basically, he was looking at this hack video and this lady was talking about, oh, um, this is how you make chopped cheese. Now, I didn't know because I'm not from New York. I don't really know anybody from New York. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between chopped cheese and Philly cheesesteak sandwich. Yes. I didn't know that. I only know that because I think I have seen the same video that you're talking about. Yeah, but he's like blowing the fuck off because he's like, she's basically like, oh, this is a new thing that's happening in Brooklyn. It's called chopped cheese. And he's like, if you don't get your gentrification ass the fuck away from our shit. And like life hacks, like, oh my God, no. They're called struggle meals. Like, yeah, yeah. What the fuck is happening? Bitch, you better put some motherfucking mustard between them two slices of bread and wish you had wish you had them all. It's a wish sandwich. You sandwich. wish you had some meat. Yeah. I didn't have plenty. Yeah. I almost had one the other day. It'd be like that. Listen. Listen. Um <laughs> that video reminds me of another video, and she wasn't necessarily talking about gentrification, but it's a woman, I believe she's from New Orleans, slight accent is watching a how-to video on how to make beignets mm-hmm. um, this white woman from a box. So she's like, she puts her grease on and she just sits it on the stove and doesn't turn the fucking fire on. So she's like, while we're letting our oil heat up, we're going to make our beignet mix. And she like, is making the mix. <laughs> the woman goes back and she like, sticks the fucking thermometer in this cold-ass grease because there's no fire. She goes... You could be having high grease, but there's no fire, niece, but go off. <laughs> the whole thing is her, but the, you ain't got no fire. You don't got no fire. That's what I feel about gentrification. Yeah. You want to make these places better, but you ain't got no fire. And uh, there's a thin line between appreciating that too mm-hmm. and appropriating. Mm-hmm. And Dia de Muertos is coming up. I don't want to see no white people in a sugar skull mask. Listen. Or black people for that fact. First of all. First of all. Y'all don't even like Mexicans. First of all. <laughs> like, if y'all being so real, like, y'all support Trump and shit. Don't even fucking like Mexican people. So why the fuck are you celebrating Mexican holidays? Why the fuck are you eating tacos? That's the shit I don't fucking get. Like, you have the fucking audacity. The fucking audacity to hate the people but love they shit. You can't hate the people and love their culture. No, Karen, you cannot celebrate Taco Tuesday after you voted you for Trump. You cannot celebrate Dia de Muertes or fucking Cinco de Mayo if you don't like Mexican 
you people. Listen, Peter, you better take off that fucking sombrero right now. You better okay? move the fuck out of Texas, New Mexico, California, all of that shit over there on the West Coast if you don't like Mexican people because people, that used to be fucking Mexico. I <laughs> that, fucking dumbass people. Like, I Okay, I'm done. That took me the fuck out. Listen. <laughs> um, but like for real though. Like, Top 10 things that pisses Shalisha off. Uh-huh. Oh my god, that was fucking it was funny, but it was so real. That's why <laughs> like, it was funny. The fuck? I don't get it. The fuck? Y'all don't like Chinese people, but y'all eating fucking fried rice. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? Y'all better go eat some fucking potatoes. Listen, you need to build a wall around the seasonings like you've been doing. Um, wait, wait, wait. And then how the fuck do you go on conquest for spices and y'all bitch asses still don't season y'all food? How you like Mexican food if you don't like spicy? How the fuck I, No, wait, hold on. I don't get, like, motherfuckers literally really will go into a Mexican restaurant. I used to work at Mission Taco. Mm-hmm. There is nothing but Mexicans in that kitchen at mm-hmm. Mission Taco. I go into fucking Mission Taco. I'm working or whatever. You got all the white ladies on lunch from the hospital. Mm-hmm. Is this very spicy? Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. It's Mexican food. It's spicy, bitch. It's spicy and it's covered in mm-hmm. cheese. Okay? So either take you and your lactose intolerance. And your gluten allergy and your, having ass. Your lactose intolerance, your gluten allergy, and your weak ass palate. And go somewhere, go, go somewhere else. Go somewhere the fuck else. No, you can't have this Baja fish taco because you can't even fucking say it. It's Baja. Baja fish. Baja. Not Baja. Ugh. That used to piss me off when people would come in there and be like, can I have this? Oh, I don't even know how to say it. Agahada. Now, the only thing... I'm not a native Spanish speaker, right? I'm not either. I'm not. And we were just talking about this off of the record. Mm -hmm. um, How I am... Half Puerto Rican, but I didn't grow up in that culture. I didn't mm-hmm. grow up around my Puerto Rican side of the family. I learned Spanish by myself. Um, so it's certain shit I struggle with saying, but mm-hmm. it literally takes five fucking seconds. It really, it, also, Google Translate is a very powerful thing. You have all this information at your fingertips. You can say Gilifanakis. <laughs> you know the difference between saying Koenig and Koenig. I don't even know what that is. It's a fucking German surname. Really? Yeah. Depending on how you spell spell it. Well, no, I know say, German. Yeah. But, but no, you either say Koenig or Koenig. Oh. Depending on how the placement is. In the, oh, depending yeah. on which. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Never mind. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, you can do that. But you can't say Shalisha. You can't say Baja. You can't say Darius. I will. You. I, but your mind just... It just turns into fucking pudding when you see anything ethnic. But my name isn't ethnic. It's not. It's really not. It's spelled a little different than most people spell their name, but I don't understand how that automatically translates to Darius. White people. Why is my name Darius? I want to know. And then I feel like when I used to work in a call center, I feel like motherfuckers was being funny. When I answered the phone, I worked for... um, a major retail store for a while in the call center. And I would answer the phone, hey, thank you for calling, blah, blah, blah. This is Shalisha. This is Shalisha speaking. How can I help you today? Oh, hi, Ashley. How are you doing? 
My fucking name does not sound like Ashley. It definitely does not. Nothing close to Ashley. I thought you were going to say Patricia or something. No. Ashley? Ashley. Patricia I get it all the time. Ashley. So I feel like you're being fucking funny. Ashley? Yeah. Bitch, I will punch you in the throat. Yes. Come here, Carol. Let me figure out how to punch somebody through the telephone. <laughs> Let me figure this Come shit here, out. Come here, Carol. I'm going to Freddy Krueger your motherfucking ass. <laughs> Let me figure it the fuck out. But we're going to kind of switch gears because we've been going on a rant for a while now. 32 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and let's talk about, while we're talking about gentrification, let's um, highlight some stuff that Marshawn Lynch is doing in his community. Yeah. Um, anybody who knows Marshawn Lynch um, knows that he was a running back for the Seahawks. I did. I know his name, but I did not know what sports. <sighs> That's because you don't like sports. I really don't. And that's okay. Can we take sports out of the black box? No, we can't. We gotta keep that in there. Mm. <laughs> we gotta keep that in there. That's just, because we're just magic. And it's not because, you know, that's all we can do. It's just, you know, whatever. Um, he also played for the Oakland Raiders. Um, but what people really don't know about Marshawn Lynch is he's very, very smart. He's very... Um, Financially responsible. He set up 401ks. For, um, like for for just to really highlight it, um, NFL really doesn't set up. They might now, but they don't set up retirement plans for people. Um, you have people that are nineteen. Well, no, you have to go to college. So you have people that are twenty years old who you know not necessarily just on the black side um, because more than just black people play. In case you guys didn't know that. Oh, do they? Yeah. But is it because they're cheating? Huh? Is it because they're cheating? No. Tom Brady didn't he cheat? We don't talk about him. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so they really don't set up a four hundred one k like a retirement um, savings plan for their players. So for his teammates, he had a program and he was helping people set up that. Um, helping people be more um, financially responsible because you one day you go from being a broke-ass college student, putting your body on the line for a team that you're not getting compensated for, to having anywhere between a $500,000 contract to multi-million dollars. And a lot of people are not going to know what to do with that. I wouldn't know what to do with that. I mean, the first thing I would do is buy a house. But sometimes people just want to go buy cars and. You know, I would never. I would never buy. I would buy two things. Mm-hmm. My mom a house. Mm-hmm. Okay, three things. My mom a house. Mm-hmm. Myself a house. Mm-hmm. And a game. A game. A Nintendo Switch. Of oh, all things. If I got five thousand dollars, like fifty thousand dollars tomorrow, uh-huh. I would buy my mom and myself a house mm-hmm. and a Nintendo Switch. So simple. You're so easy to please. I'm so easy to please. Yeah. Tell everybody else that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But, I mean, Marshall Lynch is also known for uh, that media stint he did a couple years ago um, where he was being forced to do what he didn't want to do, um, to be (laughs) interviewed during media day. And, you know, that famous, you know, I'm only here so I don't get fined uh, phrase come from. That might be where you know Marshawn Lynch from. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, I'm okay. here so I won't get fined. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's a fucking move. That was. Um... <laughs> that's almost as iconic. That's equally as iconic as Karen Walker's. Sorry I'm late. I came when I wanted to. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I'm going to use that because I do that all the time. Same. 
Um, but um, during a recent appearance um, with Bill Mayer, um, he shared Marshawn Lynch. Me, he um, he shared what he would do with use with his earnings to buy real estate in Oakland. That's where he's from. Um, in efforts to ensure that individuals who have been in the community for decades won't be pushed out of their home. And that's a lot of things that's happening with gentrification. Um, a lot of people's houses, or a lot of neighborhoods are being bought up. Um, not necessarily solely by white owners, but by people who weren't native to the community. They're buying these, these properties, fixing them up, jacking up the rent. So mm -hmm. people who are of color or people who are in these neighborhoods can no longer afford it. Basically the impoverished. Yeah. And a lot of white people are moving into these neighborhoods and, you know, thinking, oh, this is a new hip thing to do. Yeah, um, let's I'm in move this, in this area. Yeah, oh my God, I'm in this so urban cute. area and, you know, whatever. Um, but basically what he's doing is buying up properties, fixing them up, and making sure that the people who have been in that community are able to stay in that community. Um, which I would like to see a lot of more people that have this platform or have money to do. I think that is truly, like, one of the most beautiful things I've heard all yeah. month. Like... Yeah. Like, Nipsey Hussle was doing it before he was assassinated. Mm -hmm. um, not murdered. He was assassinated. assassinated. True. Um, Tyler Perry is um, yeah. supposed to be opening a home he for... Has. He It's already oh, open? Oh, no, no, no. His... His, um, his studio ahead. is open. Like, yeah. his, like, the biggest studio, bigger than fucking all these other white people who have these giant, giant mm -hmm. studios. But he's supposed to be opening a home for um, queer and... Uh, I think it's LGBT youth and women mm -hmm. a home for people who have been put out of their homes or don't have anywhere to live and I think that's fucking incredible that is incredible because you don't hear about black men specifically in positions of power like that with yeah. all this money trying to help us queer babies and it's just I think if more people who you know people black people who have money came together and even um Queen Latifah mm-hmm she is building, I think it's a $14 million project she's doing right now. Oh, yeah. Affordable housing mm -hmm. in um, Jersey. Yeah, I heard um, about that as well. But yeah, but back on the Marshawn Lynch thing, he is um, gearing up with his company, his Beast Mobile company, and Family First Foundation to create an initiative called, uh, also called Phones for the Homeless, where 3,000 homeless people in the West Coast will receive smartphones and three months of free service. Oh, wow. So not only is he trying to combat gentrification and people being displaced out of their neighborhoods, he's also trying to help bridge the, 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 the technological divide. I couldn't... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get it out. Uh, but that's also a thing that's uh, very prevalent in impoverished communities is the digital divide. Um, people aren't people don't realize that poor people can't afford shit. And it's not because poor people go out and buy shit. It's because... They don't have the money to get it to begin with. Yes. Like, um, excuse me. I have a friend that lives on the West Coast, lives in California. And she was sharing with me that she lives in a house. It's a regular house. And this might be weird for people who are in the St. Louis region. This is like, it blew my mind. But she lives in a house. She rents out two bedrooms out of the house, one mm -hmm. for her and one for her son. Mm -hmm. There's other people that she don't fucking know that live in that house. Mm -hmm. They all share a common area. Mm -hmm. But because rent is so high and whatever, she pays $1,400. For two rooms. For yeah. two rooms. Mm -hmm. um, 
she was shared a, a link with me uh, with an ad of someone renting out their living room for someone to live in for like eleven hundred dollars a month. So it's just like when you have those high rent influxes and you're not really paying anyone a livable wage, you create poverty. What's nuts is how is the living wage across America so vastly different? Mm -hmm. Like you could rent an entire home. With three bedrooms, a full finished basement, two bathrooms in St. Louis for like eight hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. She's getting two rooms. Mm-hmm. Two rooms. Is two the bathroom rooms. included? I mean, yeah. You gotta pay per flush. That I didn't ask. But like that. But like. <laughs> yeah, those are questions that need answers. But like, okay, so what? Oh, what? What are the extra? I mean, mm-hmm. like, okay, am I just paying for two rooms? Am I paying fourteen hundred for two rooms, or is it fourteen hundred for two rooms? Utilities include like is yeah. What is that number fourteen hundred? Is that fourteen hundred just for rent, or is that fourteen hundred for rent and utilities? Yeah, like that? and that's the norm. And then I have someone. I have someone that I know that lives in North Carolina that's paying four twelve a month for a one bedroom apartment with utilities included. That's like nothing. That's yeah. I feel like you could get that here. Could you maybe four twenty five? Nah, not anymore. Not with gentrification happening. Mm. Yeah. That makes me sad. Mm-hmm. I want to live in an apartment for $400. Me too. I want to honestly live in an apartment for free, but... It don't be like that. I'm, it's it finna be, be like, like that. that. It don't be like that. Listen, when I get rich and famous, I'm paying my rent up. Okay? Yeah. I'm going to have a place to play my motherfucking Nintendo 3DS. Exactly. Shout Nintendo's out to Marshawn Lynch for what he's doing in his community. Um, I also heard that was it Will Smith and Nas are working on an app for yes financial, financial literacy. literacy yeah um I just appreciate all of the black people in that hold a high status that are really doing big things for black people where they came from and this shit is the stuff that should be in the news that should this is stuff that should be on TMZ not who's fucking who and what color socks the Kardashian wore today. I don't give a fuck about a Kim or a Kanye or a Chloe or a Corella DeVille. I don't give a fuck. But it's the thing. These are devices made to distract us from what's really going on. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to be a conspiracy theorist. It's just pay attention. But it's not even conspiracy because it's like 100% true. Like like Flint, Michigan is still not having clean water. Mm-hmm. And also, um, there was a guy, a black man, who has invented a device. Lord, pray for him. Y'all protect him. Um, that can turn... One into one. Is he Jesus? Um, no, he can turn vapors into water. This I out of saw mess. that. Yes. Yes. Um, and also, um, Jaden Smith's initiative, uh, he has a device also that he um a couple of devices that he he took to flint for them to be able to filter their water so it could be drinkable uh-huh, as well so he's uh-huh. doing a lot of things with his um what's the name of his water company i forgot that's a good question let me look that up um and while you look that up i just uh, i think it's the box water i think it is box water is it called it box? is it's, it's called box water it's yeah it's called box water 
in the box is like 100%. He just hit 100 million. Yeah. His company just hit 100 million. Go on, Jaden Smith. Yeah. I think the Will. It's called Just Water. Mm. But it's in a box. I think um, Will Smith, Will and Jada Smith's children are the future. And they get a lot of backlash because they're not the typical, they don't fall into this typical stereotype categories that black people fall into and they get deemed as being weird. Mm -hmm. And I hate that because they're very enlightened. They're very smart. They're They're so intelligent. Yes. And and you can just kind of tell from the Red Table Talk Mm -hmm. how mature they've been allowed to be while still being able to be children while they were children. Yeah, and I think that's that's another issue um, within our community. I don't think we talked about this in, in season one, about the adoptification of black girls, mm-hmm. um, specifically. But I think that happens so much. And I just wish that people would understand that you have to give you're a child, the capacity to be a child Mm -hmm. and the capacity to be curious Mm -hmm. and to explore things and not have to experience that later in life. And I get you only can teach what you know, Mm -hmm. but you also have to work to break those generational curses. Yeah, it's all about allowing your children to take opportunities that as they come, Mm -hmm. like... Not every kid lives in a neighborhood where they can go on class trips and, you know, not every school district is great, Mm -hmm. but there are still opportunities that arise for students who are gifted or students who are not gifted Mm -hmm. or students who are impoverished or there's so much, not even really so much, but there, there, there are things that can be taken advantage of in the way of helping your children be better. Mm -hmm. And wanting more i i walk around my neighborhood and i drive around my neighborhood and i live in the neighborhood i grew up in and it just makes me upset because mm-hmm. i'm like wow i what i went to this high school mm-hmm. where all these kids go now and it wasn't great the education was not great education in america overall is, is failing mm, terribly awful um but I still had way more opportunities than sitting on the corner. Mm-hmm. You know, like they, it's like they don't want anything more than to just sit on the corner and beg for change. Mm-hmm. Um, when they should be taking hold of their lives, little sweet babies. But also niggas. Yeah, you go using that word. I mean, sometimes they just be niggas. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes they do. Yeah. But also uh, in music news, um, Summer Walker, if you guys, I mean, you probably heard by now, has a phenomenal album out. Um, it has, I think, about 13, 14 tracks. And honestly, I've only skipped two. Mm. Um, but she had broke the streaming record that was previously held by Beyonce when she dropped Lemonade. Uh, Lemonade was three years ago. That was three years ago? Three years ago. Beyonce put out an album in three years. She better get it. Go to the head, bam. Technically, she she put out the Carters. Oh, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. Okay. With her husband. Okay. Technically. 
Um, but yeah, Summer Walker's doing the damn thing. And then she got a lot of backlash. Um, you know how they've been having this little trend of having the musicians come into like this library setting and perform. Um, t- not ten talks. Um, NPR's Tiny Desk. I guess so. Where they sit like at a table and then there's like a bunch of books and shit behind them. And I they just so. sing. Yeah. Yeah, Tiny but Desk. But they were basically, she announced, hey, I have anxiety. And it's okay for people who, a lot of performers have anxiety. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have anxiety, period. There's different levels. Most people who are performers uh-huh. have anxiety. Yeah. That's like inherent. <laughs> yeah, and so she was like visibly trying to get through with this performance, like visibly having an episode, and people were just trying to bash her for this shit. Like <sighs> another Tisha rant. Mm-hmm. Although someone might be a celebrity, although they might be in the limelight, they're still human. They still have emotions. They still should be allowed to feel things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And let them. As long as they ain't being stupid, let them. Also, allow people who are new to the spotlight and new to the level of celebrity that they are experiencing get used to it. Mm-hmm. It's, I'm sure, I would know I'm not famous, but I'm sure it's not easy to be famous. No. Like, Having someone in your shit 24-7. I don't need everybody up my ass. So get out my ass. Yeah. Um, shifting gears a little bit. Let's Ooh. talk about Ooh. Delicious Buy and what's going on this upcoming week. You know it's the end of October is coming. Spooky it's... time, bitches. I'm so glad you just say spooky dick. Oh, spooky dick. No, please. I'm trying to text my it. boyfriend and tell him to give me that spooky dick. Oh my dick. goodness. Um, but Halloween's going, you know, coming up. I have no idea what I'm doing for Halloween. Um, we have this issue every year. Yes, I am almost 30 and I still dress up for Halloween. You fight better me, motherfucking me. believe it. And if I can still go trick-or-treating. First of all, I saw a post that said, does anyone, and this is my question of the week. I'm ready for it. Does anyone know where adults can go trick-or-treating? Like somebody handing out tacos and margaritas. Like I'm not asking for a friend. I'm asking for myself. Legit though, I don't necessarily want a margarita, but I'll take some tacos. I mean, I wouldn't just go to some stranger's house and, you know, either way, you kind of put your life on the line. But you know, worth it. Fucking yeah. For the experience? Yeah. Absolutely. That should be a thing. I feel like. Adult trick or treating should be a thing. I feel Us millennials don't want to fucking grow up because it's some bullshit. But anyway. Okay, but wait, hold on. There's some city somewhere, I forget exactly where. I don't even fucking know where it is. That is like. If there, you can get a um, a twelve year old can be charged for trick or treating because they're too old to trick or treat. Listen, y'all better let these motherfucking kids be motherfucking kids. You better let these twelve year old children trick or treat. Like I don't understand why people are trying to cut kids off at the knees. Mm-hmm. Let this kid be a kid for as long as they want to be a kid. Well, not as long as they want to be a kid, but as long as they should be a kid. Yeah. <laughs> Allow them to grow up in their own time and don't let them be 35 years old living in your basement if they are grown and can be on their own. Exactly. Okay. But back to Delicious Bite because we keep getting out. We keep having ADD moments. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so on November 2nd, the City Museum in St. Louis is having a cardboard art party in a museum. Um, they are 
promoting cardboard costumes and other cardboard art creatives. Um, they're going to have a dance party with a kids DJ. So it's a kids event. So if you have kids, you know. The city museum is always fun time. Yeah, you can make your art from 10 to 12 p.m. Wear your art from 12 to 2 and get your tickets at citymuseum.org. Now, for all my No Limit lovers. Um, no, no Limit soldiers. Yeah, they have their reunion tour on November 2nd, Saturday at 7 p.m. at the Shavers Arena. So if you're going to go or you plan on going, I recommend you getting your tickets like now. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. And all for all my Latinx people and my Latinx lovers, not you fucking Trump supporters, stay the fuck at home. Uh-huh. Um, there is a Latin Halloween party that's November 1st. That's Friday at 9 p.m. at Dos Salas. Um, so yeah, there is a costume contest for... Um, Prize of five hundred dollars. So, yeah. This is gonna be the first. So it's gonna be reggaeton, merengue, salsa music, uh, DJ Angel, DJ Fonzo, DJ Jose, and DJ Alex. So yeah, twenty one and up. Also on November second, South City Comedy Series starts at seven p.m. And that is going to be at the Apophis. Ooh. Apotheosis. There you go. Mm-hmm. Comics and Lounge. <laughs> I got your back, boo. Yeah. And then also on the 31st, there's a Crow's Nest Halloween party. That is Fuck, at- Crow's Nest has a Halloween party? Yes. I good. love Crow's Nest. It's going to be Thursday at 8 p.m. We should pop in there for a hot second. I'm with it. Because um, I fucks with Crow's Nest stuff. They come, I don't even know who they are. Who they, is they? It's like a metal bar. They come to the duck all the time. We go over there all the time. Like they're hella cool people. Oh. Yeah. And then also for you Latino people, Latinx people, not for you Trump supporters uh, that are support the wall. Um, the Dia de la Muerte celebration is going to be November second. That's a Saturday at eleven a.m. at the Missouri History Museum. So many great things happening in St. Louis. Yes, and also, you know, if you're a little bit weary, excuse me, about, you know, having your kids go trick-or-treating from door to door. Um, but you know what I mean, I don't say what I want to say. But there's a trunk and tr- trunk or treat event happening on October 30th at 6 p.m. at the Boys and Girls Club of St. Charles. So all you St. Charles people that are on the other side of the river. Uh, don't forget Boo at the Zoo. Boo at the Zoo is always a super fun event yes. to take your kids to. Go to the zoo. Um, get some candy. Have some fun. Dress your kids up. It's always a fun time. Exactly. So that's what I have for you guys for Delicious Bites. Um, shall we introduce our shenanigan question? Yes, our shenanigan question of the week. My black people. <laughs> <laughs> What is a rabbit ass mind? You know the term that says, you know, you out of your rabbit ass mind. Yeah, every what time a is... white person calls me the N word, you must be out your rabbit ass you mind. You might be out, yes. You, you might need to be. I think, uh-huh. don't quote me on this. You're going, you're on the record. Off the record. <laughs> <laughs> Cut it. <laughs> um, 
I think because now when I break it down into pieces, rabbit is like when an animal is infected with rabies and a crazy uh-huh. rabbit ass, crazy ass mind. But it would be rabbit, not rabbits. Is it rabbit or is it rabbit? <laughs> questions that need answers. <laughs> we need to start a new segment. It's questions, questions that need answers. That need answers. Is it rabbit or rabid? Yes, but what is either way? What the fuck is a rabbit ass mind? Rabbit or a rabbit ass mind? <laughs> that just fucked me up. I never thought about about it being rabbit. Black America explain. America explain. America explain. What you mean, rabbit ass mind? Oh, Goodness yes. gracious, this has been a whirlwind. Oh, yeah. Um, and I'm sorry, let me get myself together okay. while I'm watching my cat um, trying to escape my bedroom that he's been locked in. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's how they get in my room. Really? You see how that was closed all the way, and he's like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's, yeah. Um,. I thought I had one, but I don't. So never mind. Okay. Yeah. Um, I forgot what I was gonna say. I'm I was so about sorry. to say something. Um. Yeah. No, I forgot one hundred percent what I was about to say. So until next time. Until next time. Ciao. Bye. Bye.